Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. And Daniel, this is going to be a little bit of a mixed episode. we got some basketball talk and some football talk. And uh, I think if I looked at the pre-production notes, uh, are you going to utter the words, I'm, I'm sorry? Is that... You heard that. that. You saw that. You saw that correctly. Um, Okay. There comes a. Yeah. Let's let's just not let's not get into it right now. But yeah, you just stay tuned. Uh, Formal apology coming. It's coming, guys. Formal apology is coming. Um, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here on Locked On Bulldogs. Uh, Daniel and I are by no means professionals as writers consider themselves author and pontificators in magazines. We are not, uh, but we are fans. Daniel, we do that really well. I only stu- understood a couple of the words that you just said, but I will agree with you. Uh, <laughs> not sure. I'm not sure what it was that you were just speaking of, but it sounds right. We say the it's, same thing. It's at the Brie beginning and of every Strawberry, episode. Daniel. We, <laughs> you you had your pinky extended as you were saying it, and so I don't know. You were adjusting your monocle as you were speaking, so I don't know. I didn't here, quite here. know what to make of it. I was here, here, good sir. I was thrown off by the sheen of your top hat. Um, uh, we are Georgia fans first and foremost. That's what we are, um, uh, and that's what you are. We assume. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're glad you're here. This is a podcast for fans by fans. Like Clint said, we're not trying to um, we're not not trying to pass ourselves off as uh, as experts. We are experts at loving the University of Georgia, as we all are. Uh, if you want to join in the conversation, we would love to hear from you. Let us know. Uh, about your plans to watch the game let us know where you're going to post that flyer uh for the show with your twitter handle on it so that you can win a prize uh you can email us at lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at dogs podcast um uh, we'll do a mailbag as always next wednesday talk all about the texas a&m game talk about georgia tech talk about all things uh, Georgia sports. Um, uh, we want to hear from you. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow along uh, wherever you get your podcast. You can find Locked On Bulldogs. Give us a rating. Give us a review if you haven't already. If you're new to the show, uh, just hit that subscribe button and um, maybe give us five stars. We would appreciate that uh, a great deal. And uh, yeah, we're glad you're here. We're here five yep. days a week, and so welcome. If you've you've you haven't missed much, there's this guy named Trevor. Uh, and so, occasionally uh, we say dumb stuff, but that's about that brings you up to speed. I think does, does that cover everything? Clint? That's a great summation. You have appropriately <laughs> surmised all the things that need to be talked about, Daniel. I'm I'm proud of you. Um, uh, to, speaking of dumb stuff that we say, Clint. Yeah. Every yeah, once no, in a while, every once in a while comes a time in your life, and I got to get it off my chest. I can't go any further in the episode without shouldn't. doing it. Every every once in a while, you come to a point in your life when you realize that you've gone astray. Uh-huh. When you realize that you've wandered off the path, you realize maybe you said some things you shouldn't have. You opened uh, your mouth, you yeah. inserted your foot, and um, and there's nothing else to do. You could try to, to you could try to make excuses, but but we're not Florida fans, Clint. No, are we? No, My name is not, not Dan Mullen. You could try to blame others for your misfortune, but sure. again, we're not Florida fans, are we? <laughs> no. no. No, we're going to we're going to take responsibility where responsibility needs to be taken and let's jump into the basketball team, Clint. Hello. Uh Wednesday night um five straight wins over over the Institute of Technology that that's down there mm-hmm. in Atlanta. 
Um, they were supposed to be the basketball schools, what I heard. That's what yeah. I. Yeah. No, we what were they the decided. School. Right when when the state got its charter, the the schools mm-hmm. got together and said, "Hey, you, mm-hmm. James you take Oglethorpe, football. James Oglethorpe <laughs> founded the state of Georgia. Yep, he uh, did. Thirteenth, one of the thirteen. Uh, and and they said, by the way, just a quick side note, over on the West Coast, you know what we learned about uh, you Georgians when you guys formed your state? It was all the convicts that from we've, Britain that didn't want to mm. go into the colony, and so they threw them all down to Georgia. That's what I was taught on the West Coast, just to let you guys know the I bias thought, there. I thought. I thought you were going to say that we're the ones that fought for your freedom while <laughs> while you did nothing. I thought that's what you were going while, to say. Like we, we were the ones who actually just... fought the Revolutionary War. I thought maybe that's what you had learned. But no, that no, wasn't it? That's cool. not it. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, when they did the state, they said, hey, Georgia, you can have football. We'll take basketball, okay? And that's going to be but ours. But then what happened? And then, and then Tom Crean came in and said, I don't give a damn about nothing. I wasn't here for that agreement. I'm taking no. it from you. I'm just I'm going to take it here and now. Five straight against Georgia Tech. My and Clint, goodness. a formal apology must be issued. Rayshon Hammonds, welcome to the podcast. Welcome. How you, how you doing, big guy? Welcome, welcome to the podcast. I would say welcome to the podcast, but it's really more like welcome back to the podcast. Unfortunately, every other time you've been spoken of on this podcast, especially by me, there's been an air of criticism about my voice, I, a, a, ne- a negative tone. That is the that is the gentlest you can put. That Daniel, there's Listen, been I've some called the man, some salty I've called the man. I've called the man lazy. I've called uh-huh. the man unathletic. I've called uh-huh. the man slow. I've uh-huh. called the man unskilled. Um, soft and and a soft man. Have I called him soft? Ooh. And Rayshon, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking it out. First of all, you don't have thin skin. You can take it. I know. But listen, I need to say for my own conscience, Rayshon, I'm sorry. You you none of those things, bro. Like if you, you guys uh, if you guys did not see the game, Rayshon compiled 26 points and nine rebounds. Dang near Mesteron got himself a double double in 30 minutes of action, and really for the first and half, Daniel, he he was it. Like he got he, a bunch of those points early, though a bunch of those 26. Anthony showed up late and scored kind of a flurry at the end. Tyree Crump had some in the middle, but man, Rayshon was carrying this team. He had 18 points in the first 10, 12, 13 minutes of the game. He was had a dominant first half. They he could not be stopped in the nope. first half. He was shooting threes. He was making cuts. He was shooting mid a little mid range game. He mm-hmm. was going up and under. I we said on this podcast previewing the game that James Banks was going to be an issue in the middle, and he was. What? He had six blocks. Mm-hmm. We said though that that was going to mean that Rayshon was not going to be nearly as effective as he was in the previous game. And that was dead wrong. Rayshon oh, yeah. Hammonds put this team on his back. Anthony Edward, Anthony, I can't quite get it get it going. Anthony Diesel Edwards is what I'm going to call him. Can we? This, that's, wow, this, that's very this man is this man is a diesel rig. Yes. Okay. He is not coming out of the garage very quickly. Can somebody can somebody let him know? Just grab his watch. Pull that back an hour from mm-hmm. from when he normally mm-hmm. starts warm-ups and mm-hmm. get him out there as soon as you possibly can. What in the world? It's a slow, slow start, start. But, but I loved it because the, the rest of the team got involved. 
Rayshon Hamlin was carrying people. Um, I thought Donnell Gresham played a heck of a game. Mm-hmm. Tyree Crump. Uh, he had one absolutely horrendous step back nonsense shot in the second half that I thought was going to put them on a run that was going to inevitably doom us, but but it didn't. Tyree played well for the most part. Um, uh, but yeah, Rayshon Hammonds, kudos to you. And my, my deepest apologies to you. If, you. if this is the guy we've got for the rest of the season, Clint, look out. We because are well this team has my- now changed. Oh, big time. We're well on the way. I, I gave preview of 20 wins before the season, Daniel. We're well on our way to those 20 wins. And we got more coming up. We're heading out to, uh, to the island, Daniel. Heading out to the islands, the Maui Invitational, what I would call the preeminent early season college basketball tournament. Would you agree, Clint? Just as a fan, from a fan's perspective, the Maui Invitational is it. Uh, correct. Like, it, There's nothing else that it, I care to watch. It, right around Thanksgiving, it is um, uh, it it is the one that you that you want to find yourself in front of. Georgia is there. We play Dayton um, in the early going. This tournament begins on what does it begin on Monday? I Monday think it begins on Monday. One thirty. Uh, Georgia Georgia's first game is um, uh, a, well. Truth what, be told, what time I don't even, is it? I don't even know because Georgia's of the time change all the way out there. Georgia's first game is at two thirty Eastern, one uh, thirty Central, nine thirty a.m. Hawaiian time. Hello. Uh, so Georgia's going to be getting up. <laughs> I don't know when we're flying out to Hawaii, but we better already be there because we better start acclimating the bodies at this point. Right now. Uh, that is an early tip. Uh, it's the first game of the tournament. Um, uh, we play against Dayton. Dayton, a top 50 um, BPI basketball power index is a ranking system that ESPN has. Dayton is a top 50 team. They are ranked ahead of Georgia in that poll uh, by quite a bit. Uh, it's early. You never know what you got, but Georgia will not be favored in this first game. I haven't no. seen any lines out for it yet. Um, uh, but, but man, what a way to start the week, Clint. Monday of Thanksgiving week, and Georgia's on TV during the day, playing against Dayton. Winner of that game will play against the winner of the Michigan State Virginia Tech game. Hmm. Uh, loser will play the loser of that game. So we will either play Michigan State or Virginia Tech. Another uh, test. Both teams. Better than Dayton. Both teams mm-hmm. ranked ahead of Dayton. Michigan State uh, is number one in the basketball power index. They're not ranked number one in the AP poll, but um, that will be a huge test in those first. Whoever we play in those first two games will be the two best teams that we play for the rest of the preseason, for the rest of the non-conference season. It will be conference play before we get to another matchup. Right. And then, who knows, the rest of the tournament is Kansas, Chaminade, obviously the host school, and then BYU and UCLA. So we will play one of those four teams, uh, depending on how we do in the first two games. Um, it's going to be fun time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be uh, a huge test. Uh, Clint, give me... Obviously, we go 3-0, and we win this tournament. It probably means that we beat Michigan State and Kansas, and we're on this podcast <laughs> talking about the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Like we're No. All we, of a sudden, we just jump. The needle has just broke straight off. The needle ain't, yes. ain't connected no more. Correct. And you and I are losing our minds, making our ticket for whatever regional place we can find. Correct. Um, uh, that's probably not going to happen. Two, no. two of the ten best teams in the nation, and four of the twenty best teams in the nation are in this tournament. So th- yeah. we're not going to go two and zero. 
we go two and one, Clint, I'm over. We're, I'm over the moon because that's at least one quality win, if oh, not yeah. probably two quality wins. Um, we go one and two as long as the one win is not against Chaminade. <laughs> I feel great. I feel great coming back. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a reasonable chance we come back from this tournament zero and three, Clint. Yeah. Is how are you feeling if we come back zero and three? That's we come back zero and three. Uh, I'm gonna be fine. Really and truly, I know I, losing sucks. I get that. I'm not hoping for that. But these are, to your point, these are incredible schools. If you haven't watched Dayton play, Dayton's a good school. You see them last year, good school. Then you got a lot of shooters. Um, I, I'm fine coming back from the island with no wins. This is going to be great for the rest of the season. We're already well ahead of schedule, Daniel. Like we're talking I now. Think so. We're well ahead of schedule. Yeah, I think so too. I think one win and I'm thrilled. Yeah. One win and I'm thrilled. And then everything else is gravy. So let's let's go see if we can do that. All right. That's enough basketball talk. We got a football game before Monday. So let's talk about that. Daniel, one of our favorite things that we do on this show is we uh, do a little fact or fiction here on Fridays leading up to the game. Fact or uh, fiction Friday. Hello. We're all about the alliteration. We didn't we forgot to mention that if you're new to the show. Everything we say is in the form of an alliteration. So just, Yeah, no, because it's it's media Wednesday, um, which is an upside down W and M oh, is an upside down W. I, you see what it, you I see, see what, what you did, did there. there. <laughs> okay, uh, right, Factor okay. Fiction Friday, Daniel. So um, we got a couple questions to ask each other uh, for the next two segments before we get out of here and get on to that game against A and M. Daniel, here's my first Factor Fiction for you. Uh, okay, Shoot. after Saturday, our defense okay. defense will be ranked higher than it is currently. Wow. Do you have our current ranking right there on hand? Uh, we are – well, it depends on what type of uh, stats you're going with. Uh, if you're going well, point scored. Um, so I need I need to know. You that's, need to know what, what, what type of defense are we talking about here. Are we talking about total defense? Are we going um, – because am I, am I trying to predict whether or not we're going to give up any yards on Saturday yep. or whether or not we're going to give up any points? Okay, uh, so currently right now we are the sixth ranked overall defense as it pertains to yards per game. Yards per game, okay. we are sixth. If you're talking um, about, uh, let's just go, uh, talking about touchdowns, we are the first. First, Okay, so no, a fiction. I do not believe we'll be ranked higher than first after this week. That was an easy one. Moving right along. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, no, yards per game, Daniel. We're giving up uh, 267, which is good for sixth okay, in the so, nation. 267. So that's my number, 267. Will we give up more or less than 267 total yards? I believe I believe we'll give up less than that. Clint, let me oh. be totally honest with you. Here we I go. think we're giving up less than 267. So I don't know if that's enough to move us up. Uh, I don't know if, like, the team that's ranked seventh, for example, has a great day. They might pass us, whatever. I can't control any of that. But I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say less than 267. So our defense will improve upon its statistics coming out of this game. That is a fact. Uh, Daniel, that is that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't disagree. I was fully anticipating uh, coming at you from a different angle. I was fully anticipating fighting this. Tooth and nail with mm. you, but but no. now we're agreeing. Never mind, we're, we're fine. Well, that's not nearly as much fun. It's not nearly as it, much fun. No, it sort of leads into my first question for you, Clint, and that is, 
um, fact or fiction, the rain, the wetness, the slop Mm -hmm. on Saturday Mm -hmm. will be an advantage to the University of Georgia. Fact or fiction? Uh, It's going to be fact. Uh, Fact, Daniel. If you want slop, if we want rain, that's fine. Um, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, We have very large men who like Diesel Ant-Man, <laughs> um, mm. but they, I mm. don't know, maybe he's training down there with Cade Mays on getting out of the blocks Could early. Uh, maybe it that's the be. problem. I've not, I've not seen Cade Mays' pull-up three <laughs> as of yet, but it could be good. Yeah, could who knows? Be. Who knows? Um, but we got a, just a bunch of guys that can get together and push in that slop. So if it's raining, uh, I'm feeling better about the under, first of all, and I'm feeling really good about our chances of winning. I, I tend to agree that it will be an advantage to us because I think it takes away the element of Kellen Mond's inconsistent, flashy ability to maybe bust some big plays. Correct. I think, you know, you say what you will about Georgia's offense, and last week it it looked like it showed some promise in that area, even without Sir Lawrence of Cager, which I don't think either of us anticipate him playing. No. In this, I don't. I certainly no. don't. No, I'm, I'm not anticipating, and I'm hoping and praying he doesn't. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but stay away, brother. Um, uh, and so I do think it will be an advantage to us. I, I think playing, having played in a game like this already, uh-huh. uh, will probably help us. I don't know for a fact, like what if Texas A&M's played in any slop yet this year. Well, um, they they play in Texas, so yes. <sighs> Not the well, not the rain slop we're talking about. No, we're not talking about the rain necessarily. Oh, no. no. Um, yeah, it. Um, I do think it'll be an advantage to us, but I, yeah, I don't know how much. I tell you one thing: it will not be an advantage to me personally. I'm not looking forward to it. Have to, you? Do you got the black hefty or the white hefty out for? I got the. I I I'm I'm working with a couple different options, okay. trying to find a trying to find a red option for my son. Um, because uh, he's that's what he's that's what he's wanting. Uh, but yeah, no, it's gonna be. I mean, we're looking at like you know, change of clothes in the car. You know, mm-hmm. just get back there and like you know, ha- at least have something for him to be dry in on the drive back to Nashville. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Your oh, boy's yeah. gonna have a good time. I will. Um, I will not be live streaming my experience at the game though because <laughs> no. Because I enjoy watching football, not Correct. letting you watch me while I watch football. That's not what I'm into. No, not at all. Uh, we got a couple other fact or fictions coming up right after this. All right, Daniel. Uh, we got a few more to get after each other on. Uh, where should we go? You got you got one that's speaking out to you? Um, I no. I'm gonna let you go first, okay. and then I'm still. I've, Are you I'm, percolating? I'm working. I'm working with another one in, in the back of my mm-hmm. head right here, and I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see if I have it. Uh, shame on me for not for not closing pre-production notes beforehand, calling the slate good. That's that's on me. Daniel's gonna hit me. If you guys don't know, new to the pod, Daniel's famous for hitting me with the uh, uh, un 
like without warning, just kind of out of the blue, out of left field, something. And he always kind of gets me on edge about it. Uh, it's fun for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Daniel, here's it's my fact of fiction for you. Nolan Smith will be the best defensive lineman by the end of the year. Nolan Smith coming on strong the last couple of games, been strong for most of the season, but it looks like uh, he's he's doing all the little things play to play, not just flashing well. So fact or fiction, Nolan Smith will be the best defensive lineman by end of the year. Wow. Um, I'm going to say... No, fiction. Okay. Okay. Who who do you think winds up being the best edge defensive lineman that we got? Mm, well, I still don't think Nolan's better than Aziz. Okay. Um, I would say this year Nolan's not been better than Malik Herring. I, I don't think you're wrong about that either. And I would say Nolan's in a dogfight to be even be the best freshman defensive lineman on this team by the end of the year. <laughs> because 44 called, and he said, oh, did you forget Yeah, that I'm over here? Yeah. Uh, there's some bad dudes on this defense. Nolan Smith is going to be a great one. I can't wait to watch him. He's going to wreak havoc. Uh, he's going to make some big plays. Now, the rest of this year, into the postseason, and moving on in his career— but no, he's not going to be the. That's a fiction. I think no. that's a uh, lot. A lot of people talking about him coming on, and, and I I like him in the last couple of weeks. But have have y'all missed what's happening to the rest of the defensive line? Like I know Nolan Smith's good. He fly, he's his skill, his ceilings out, outside of the stratosphere. But do not forget the rest of the guys on this D line playing outside their minds right now. It's true. It's true. Um, uh, all right, Clint. Would you say what? Let me ask you a question, a, uh, a leading question here. What would you call a blowout? What would the, the score be in a blowout? Would just give me a give me a margin. You don't have to give me a two scores, but just give me a margin, uh, and you would say uh, blow them out. Yeah, like somewhere in the in the 18, 20, 21, 22 range is a blowout. A eighteen? There's a it, blowout it, in college. Well, hold on. Are, are we talking Clemson schedule? Are we talking ACC? Or are we talking like SEC play? Because Clemson schedule. Because talking- Clemson, you have to blow them out fifty to nothing to even register on my radar. But I you think you've me- got to be minimum twenty one for a blowout. Okay. I sure. might put the threshold at twenty two. Okay, I think sure. you might have to beat somebody by twenty two to blow them out. But let's let's even let's give you twenty one. Sure. Clint, how many blowouts do we have this year without looking at the schedule? Uh, my guess is uh, five. Six? Wait. We have six. Six. We have six. Two of them are against Murray State and Arkansas State. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, we beat Vanderbilt Kentucky. by 24. We beat Kentucky by 21. So if that's our number, we beat sure. Kentucky by 21. We beat Missouri by 27. And we beat Tennessee 43 to 14 by 29. Hello. Okay. How many blowouts did we have in 2017, if you were to guess? Oh, man. Three? Three. Okay. I'm going to start from the end of the year. We beat Georgia Tech 38-7. to Okay. That's 31-point win. That's larger than our largest margin of victory over a Power 5 team this year. Mm. 
We beat Kentucky 42 to 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 29 point win. We beat Florida 42 to 7. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. We beat Missouri 53 to 28. Oh, man. That's that's four. Uh-huh. We beat Vandy 45 to 14. That's five. Okay. We beat Tennessee. Do you remember the score? Oh, I remember the score, Daniel. Give it to me again. Say it again. It's, it sounds so pretty. It was 41 to nothing. Oh, that's that's right. six. We beat Mississippi State. What's up, Dan? Hey, Dan. Uh, we beat them 31 to three. Flea Flicker. Um, oh, don't even. That's a 28 point win. That's, that's seven. seven. Still no F- FCS teams. Nope. Still no non-Power 5 teams I've listed. We beat Sanford 42-14. to 14. That's eight. Eight. And we beat App State. What's up, Jacob Beeson and replaced by Jake Fromm? Oh, man. Uh, we beat App State 31-10, to 10, which does make the cutoff of a 21-point win. That's nine. Um, in a 12-game regular season, Clint, we had nine Good blowouts. Golly. I think 2017 team and 2019 team get com- are getting compared a lot. They are. Fairly conservative offense, very good defense. And yet, twenty. I think that's the frustration that a lot of Georgia fans are feeling but aren't able to articulate, is the 2017 team used to fourth quarter people. They used to destroy mm-hmm. them. They used to run them out of the building. Mm-hmm. Uh Georgia shuts people out this year 21 to nothing, 27 to nothing. We shut people out in 2017 41 to nothing. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference. So, my question to you is there's two games left in the season. Fact or fiction? We're going to have two more blowouts this year. Hmm. Because if we're going to try to, we still won't catch 2017, but it'll no. at least get us in the neighborhood of 2017 if we are able to blow out texas a&m and georgia tech that'll give us i think seven on the year instead of as opposed to the nine of 2017 so we are we getting two more blowouts i'm saying fiction fiction we will blow out georgia tech because it's georgia tech but we're not going to blow out a&m that's that's not happening this week the the slot it's not a it's no. not a 21 point win. No, not a 21 point win. If you think so, Daniel, then we got to go back to the locks episode yesterday and change our locks for this game, which is at 13. Look, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not, I don't necessarily think so, and I'm certainly not going to lock it up. I told y'all, I don't need that kind of stress in my life. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bring that. Uh, but I think Georgia, you know, we we get on this podcast and we. We try to calm people down. We try to public service announcement. We try to shut people up. We try to say a win's a win. Uh-huh. But I think there's part of all of us that just remembers 2017, and we remember how we used to run the ball in the fourth quarters of those games. We remember how we used to just punish people. And we haven't quite seen that out of this team. We haven't quite seen the ability to put people away. And so, yeah, I I don't know that I think we'll get two more blowouts, but it would go a long way towards my confidence if we did get two more blowouts going into the going into the SEC championship game. Well, I, you know, I am on uh, I'm on record. You you call me the tinfoil wearing one. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But we saving something for LSU. We got I, some of them in the bag. We uh, we got a LSU playbook. We've been hiding in the. In the caverns? I'm just saying, not that not that this guy is something that I want on my side. So I'm not I'm not saying that this is good for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here but, we go. But Barrett, how do you say Barrett's last name? Is it Sally? 
It's Salih. Salih. Okay. Yeah, I just want to get yeah. uh, Barrett Salih agrees with me, Daniel, that he thinks. Oh. He, I know. I know. I know. Oh. I know. Hey, hey, look. Do I need to try to find a Paul Feinbaum quote where he agrees no, with me? No, 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 no. So, no, so no. we can both feel good no, about no. ourselves? Here's what Barrett said. No, no, you shouldn't do that. Barrett says, no. I still think there's a lot left in Georgia's tank. That offense has been vanilla, but it's up for debate whether that's been design or necessity. I think it's been by design. Expect more up-tempo from here on out, he says. Uh, yes, Daniel, I think... I do think it is by design. We've been vanilla, and I don't care what anybody says at me. I'm watching the games, and I am I am dumbfounded that no one else can see what I'm seeing, Daniel. Yeah, totally, totally makes sense. <laughs> with a jun- with a junior experienced quarterback, a veteran offensive line, we decide to run the vanilla offense this year. Back in 2017, with a true freshman quarterback, uh, we were. That's when we were really putting the pedal to the metal, huh? Is that? I'm just. I'm just saying. I think Kirby has put a regulator on, as to mm. not put things up on film that others can get a hold of, because he is just so angry and so mad from previous years losing so close to the goal. Daniel, I just think it's a competitive advantage. I. I think it is by necessity. He just knows, just like at Kentucky. So we're going to have another game this week just like it uh, where he says, hey, we get points on the board. We're going to win. Okay? that's. Listen, if you come to me with the fate team of destiny argument, I am more likely to <laughs> believe you that, like, we are – that the, the fates have ordained that this is Georgia year. If you come to me with some sort of, like – Back in 1980, this this sort of random set of circumstances happened, and also those random circumstances happened in 2019. Therefore, we're going to win the national championship in 2019. That's more plausible to me than your theory <laughs> so far. You know what's in- insanely frustrating about this theory that I have is that under no under no reality of any universe, if you believe in like some sort of like quantum physics, kind of like infinity universes out there, does Kirby Smart ever divulge that this is a factual thing or not? And and no, oh, no. even if this was true, Kirby would never ever agree to it. And so this is just this is going to be something that I believe, and that's fine. It's just, just going to be this is this is your axe to grind. Like this is the, I'll carry that this torch. is your lot in life. This is your lot in life to just carry this tinfoil hat around. Hey, Heavy's the head that wears the tinfoil hat. You know what I'm trying to say? Heavy's the head, man. You got that heavy-duty tinfoil. You don't oh. got that. You oh, don't no, got that cheap is, stuff. No, you got no. that grilling tinfoil out there. Oh, like, you got that. You know. I went down to the industrial yard. I didn't go to the supermarket. <laughs> This is sheets of aluminum that you're just <laughs> wrapping around your head. All right, that about does it for us. Um, uh, I gotta get, I gotta get on the road, make my way down to mm-hmm. Athens Town. Holla at your boy if you see me. It's an audio podcast, but if you hear somebody talking, <laughs> they would that first sounds, need to understand you, who you are. Take a picture on Twitter, Daniel, you, or something like that. If you hear somebody talking and you think to yourself, "That boy sounds familiar," 
Just yeah, that's probably me. Like, sure. It's just go up to them um, immediately uh, and said, "Hey, I know you." Just just strike up a conversation <laughs> with anybody that sounds familiar. That's that's good social advice. How about this? How about this, listeners? If you come up to me and start talking to me, I'm going to act like for the first minute that I don't know you. Okay? So if you go up and start talking to someone and he and he acts like he doesn't know you, it's probably me. So just keep on going. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> hey, if I see your flyer, if I see your flyer uh-huh. published uh, for the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, it's got your Twitter handle on it. I'm going to take a picture of it. Uh, we're going to direct message you on Twitter, and um, you're going to win something. Yeah, it's yeah. a legitimate prize. We're going to we're going to give away a legitimate prize if this happens. This ten is, ten this gallon is of queso. <laughs> uh, hey. Thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe to the show. Email us, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. Uh, you can email us and tell us where your flyer's posted. Maybe I'll I'll hey, go yeah, look for it. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to run all over Athens. Are you like going to geocache so for that? <laughs> uh, yeah, email us, LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. Twitter, at Dogs Podcast. Um, uh, we will be back on Monday of next week to talk to you about uh, the Texas A&M game and to begin looking ahead to the Maui Invitational and mm-hmm. all that lies in store. It's an exciting time to be a Georgia sports fan. We will talk to you guys later. See ya.